Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Welcome into Sabres Live. I'm Marty Buran, and this is not Brian Duff. It is Alex Duck. He's not the co-host today. He's just a guest on the show. Duffer is home today, but it is start of training camp. How does it feel to uh, get another season going? The first day of school is always a little nerve-wracking, Tucky. How is it going today? Yeah, it's been a pretty easy day, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. We uh, so, some of the uh, the older veterans get some uh, the testing out of the way. Most of the team, honestly, gets the testing out of the way, like uh, a week leading up to camp, yep. and get gets it all done. Physical testing. So really, you just got to do some medicals. You got to do some uh, some PR and. Uh, some headshots and stuff Did you do a like couple that. of TikToks? I saw there was some oh, TikTok I stayed, action. I stayed as far away from that room as possible. <laughs> you see you see Kevin over there. You see a, 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 a couple of our creative people, and you, you walked a long way around? Yes, I definitely do. I stayed very well clear of that TikTok room, but no, there's some other fun stuff. See, I would go right to the TikTok room. I would stay away from the physical testing. You said you guys did that last week um, or leading up to, to, to today. What was the hardest physical test what was the one that kept you up at night the one that was the easiest how did that all go well i i say you can't really say it kept me up at night because i didn't i didn't decide to do it until that next morning i woke up and i was like ah, oh, i'm gonna do it but it's the bike test it's a three-minute oh. bike test so it's uh you, you're walking None of that 30 seconds wingate it's actually three minutes on the bike it's three minutes and you can't walk for about 10 10 to 15 afterwards <laughs> your legs are full of lactic acid you're just you're in some pain, and uh, yeah, no, it's a good test. It, it really you push your limits, and uh, no, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Do they still do the old fat test with the calipers, where they pinch the side of your oh, body? Yeah. Oh yeah, leanest well, I've ever been today. This, oh, really? This year. Yeah, what was it this year? Six point eight percent. Wow, I must have been. Uh, you must have tipped well last year when you come back, and yeah, all of a sudden they're so. like, they don't so. squeeze as much as they used to, huh? <laughs> I, I used to be around seven, seven and a half, and that was like about as low as you could get. So six and a, six point eight, that's pretty good. I know I gotta start eating pasta again. I, I, I guess 
I'm well, a were you like? Right did you do anything different this summer when it comes to like training and and making sure you came in with uh, maybe a, a leaner body, stronger, faster, anything different? Actually, uh, I did more sauna and ice baths. Really, yeah. recovery. Yeah, it was like. Uh, well, I, I found out that you actually, uh, when you do an ice bath every single day, it takes your <laughs> takes some sort of fat and turns it into like a gray fat or okay. a brown fat, which burns a lot easier. Okay. Well, I'm going to so. have to start doing that because I'm not in the gym every day, so I'm going to have to do the ice bath. Although I hate, hate ice baths. I used to walk into the locker room and go right to the hot tub. <laughs> like every morning, you know, it's winter, you're cold, you just got in your car, car's cold, oh, you get yeah. in, oh, yeah. go right to the hot tub, but maybe I'm going to have to do um, the ice bath. Um, anything off the ice this summer that was special? We saw you, uh, obviously, at the, you know, you like the Bills. I know a bunch of guys went to yeah. the Bills at the Jets on Monday night. You were there. Yeah. Um, you know, U.S. Open the day before. Anything else that was special this summer that uh, you got to enjoy? Uh, I went to Finland, okay. uh, played in the World Championships for the Team USA. And you were there I with your brother. Play, yeah, my little brother. So, How was that? Um, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was a great time. And, uh, you know, it was, it was something that I'll never forget, and I'm, I'm sure he won't either. But it was, it was really good. And we've actually become closer because of it, just being able to – because I, I, I moved away from home over 10 yeah. years ago. And so you, you stay in touch and you're close, and we're, we're really close. And we see each other in the summertime. But to be able to spend that amount of time uh, every single day for hours on end with yeah. each other was really awesome. It was a lot of fun. What was it like being on the ice when you guys would do drills after practice, put a bunch of pucks in the corner – you know, walk out the corner, do drills. Did he teach you anything? Did you try to teach him something? How yeah, did that work? I mean, if he ever, wa if he has any questions or stuff like that, and we did work together and stuff, and we, we bounce ideas off each other, and uh, we have different perspectives of the game too, so mm -hmm. it, it's good. It's not like we're identical players, so it does give us a different perspective for each other, but it's, yeah, it's, it was fun. It was fun learning experience, I think, for both of us. How many, what's the age difference between you and Luke? Six years. Six years, so yeah. it's a pretty significant gap. Usually when you have siblings or two or three years apart, maybe you get a chance to play youth hockey or a summer tournament. You guys have never even gotten close to playing on the same oh, team exactly. before. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. That was a lot of fun. How were your fun. parents with that? It was good. My dad came over, um, and, uh, yeah, that was, that was an unbelievable experience for him, yeah. and uh, he had a great time with that. So, I mean, that's the first time he's ever seen us play, except for – maybe skating around in the backyard ice rink. So. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Well, we know it's a long season. We know there's on-the-ice expectations, off-the-ice expectations. What are your uh, own expectations going into this year? Like, you guys, you had a great year last year. Um, I mean, Tage in the middle of the ice just exploded last year with 47 goals. What, what are some of the expectations, and how do you handle that going into the year? It's a it's a game by game mentality. Mm. Um, it, that, that's the approach we're going to have to have. We're going to have to start with just first day training camp. That's all I'm looking forward to. Not too far ahead. Uh, can't think about what we've done in the past either. But we want to continue to push forward and and we got playoffs in our on, in our eyes and yeah. in our minds. So we're we're that's what our mentality is. We were one point short and we were uh, we knew a lot of fans were disappointed out there, but no one was more disappointed than the guys in that locker room. And Did it so. make a difference that it was just one point? Because you guys ended up winning the last two games of the season and got within one point. Like, if it had been five, does it change things? Or is one point really, like, sticking and you see it every day? It, it, I think it almost, like, not only do you stick it, like, and you see it every day, but it almost gives you confidence, like, oh, my God. Like, that's how close we were. Yeah. Honestly. And that's, and I think that 
most of the writers and league and everything had us bottom two, bottom three team in the league. And the fact that we were just outside the playoffs was a little bit of a confidence boost, especially from the youngest team in the league. Yes. And so that we had to take that mentality and that approach of, and that kind of chip on our shoulder and, and uh, know that our expectations are high now around the league, but uh, we have the highest expectations of ourselves in that room. That's great. That's awesome. Okay, we got a couple more minutes here with you. So I want to play a little bit of getting to know Alex Stock a little okay. bit more. Something quick. They've done that with Tage Thompson at the NHL uh, media availability. So what's your favorite off-day activity at home? And on the road, because they probably change within that, you know, being at home or, or at the hotel. Off the activity. Oh, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, uh, the activity thing is, it's really tough because you are traveling so much and you mm-hmm. want to save your energy and everything like that. But, um, you're a movie guy? I, I do like movies. I like okay. going to the movies. And that, that's something I can do at home and on the road. My wife and I love going to the movies and, uh, that's a lot of fun for us doing a little movie date night. And, Extra uh, butter and popcorn halfway through on top. Maybe yeah, so yeah, yeah. extra butter, top. but we we like uh, the um, oh my god, she, it's like this uh, it's this company that makes this like like this uh, salt, not not a yeah, salt, yeah. but like it's uh, salt and vinegar spread. Like seasoning, yeah. No, it's a seasoning, okay. but it's salt and vinegar seasoning okay. on oh, the that popcorn. Good. You gotta try it. Okay. You like salt and vinegar oh, chips? I like uh, yes, absolutely. But it's, but it's, it's better than the chips. Okay. Well, unbelievable. maybe one day they'll come up with ketchup popcorn, and that's going to be... No, no, they have they, it. They have, they have it? Same the seasoning? The same seasoning. That oh company has a bunch of different kinds. Okay. You, we're going to talk off yeah, the air will, after. Yeah. I'm going to have to definitely it's get incredible. that stuff. It's that's incredible. My, okay, best restaurant on the road. Best? Oh, oh, come on. On the road? Yeah. Oh, jeez. One that you look forward to. You look at the schedule, and you say, we're going to go to that city. I got to hit that restaurant. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to have to do it. Uh, Carbone, Aria, Vegas. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a good That's one. one of my favorite restaurants of all time. Yes. That's, that's, a, that's a go-to because a lot of times we stay at the Aria, yeah. walk right down. That is probably best chicken parm with a little spicy rigatoni on the side of all time. that's where you had Duffer and I after uh, you were still a member of the Vegas Golden Knights. We went to dinner with you and your dad and his buddies. And maybe it was there. It was a different location. but Was that where we went? I don't remember. But anyway, I, I used to love Soto Soto in Toronto. And, you know, oh, we didn't yeah. go there all that often. But whenever we have a night in Toronto, that's where I used to go. Ooh, Miku in Vancouver, too, for oh, some sushi. Vancouver. That's, uh, yes. ooh, yeah. Very good there. Yeah. Uh, best golfer on the team. We just had the Sabres Foundation golf tournament, but not Casey Middlestat. Tage Thompson. Tage Thompson? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Is he better than Casey? It's, he's pushing it. Okay. He's getting He's close. pushing it. I, I, I think that oh, it's, it's really tough. But I, I think Casey might be a little bit more consistent, but Tage is he's Where are you on unbelievable. the list? I'm super average, like just like middle of the line. Are you, uh, I'm a 10. Always, I'm a 10 handicap. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's, it's just average. It's you know, average. I always say better or worse than Owen Power. So that's better than Owen Power. Better. Yeah, because he's he's good though. I heard I heard he's been playing a lot better. He's been playing. He played a lot this summer. I heard he's getting he's good. He's getting good. Yeah. Good for good for him. Um, Okay, this is funny because I'm at the last one. Last one, then we'll let you go. I'm at the age now where there's actually three of my former teammates that are GM in the league, a bunch of players I played with that are coaches. So which current or former teammate of yours would make the best GM? Caliposo. Caliposo? He's destined to be a GM? Funny enough, if if he makes it to a GM, it will be another former teammate of mine because I played with Kyle that will become a GM. 
Are you, so I have are, you, are you trying Curie. to become an assistant GM? Is that why you're talking about well, all I these mean, guys? When you know these people, maybe there's a job offer you're at some to, point. Are so. you trying to leave Duffer? Is that what you're saying? Well, maybe Duffer, Duffer and if I are watching this. He's leaving you. And <laughs> We're a package to, deal. Oh, package they have to deal. take both of us together. Assistant GM, special advisor. There As, we go. Assistant to the, the assistant GM, maybe. Okay, how about who would make the best coach? Because coach is a different mentality. Who would make the best coach? Like current or former teammate. I don't mm, – that's tough. See, you didn't spend enough time in the minors because a lot of minor league guys end up being good coaches because yeah. they have to work really well, hard. Is this like from the Sabres? But like if oh, no. I could, Vegas, I could Minnesota. a minor league guy. Okay, uh, Jeff Hogan, he was yes. minor league. Okay. He, was, he was my roommate when I played in Iowa. Hogs actually does coach. Okay. Um, he's the best guy ever. He was 38 years old. I was 20 years old, and we were okay. roommates. Wow. So I learned everything from this. My dad used to come into town. My dad and him actually sometimes would go have beers because I was too young. <laughs> hey, he was let's closer drop, to my dad. Let's drop there. Alex at home, and let's go for beers after. <laughs> no, no. He was a great guy. He was like – he loved the game of hockey, though. Yeah. He had um, – you know what? Being 38 years old, he won a couple he, – he won with the uh, – he was a, he was the captain of Grand Rapids. Okay. Um, and, and one with them, and then, uh, yeah, he was just all around. One of the best guys ever, just a super, like, human being, and he loves the game of hockey. Well, I think I see you as a GM, potentially a president, potentially an owner at some point. Who knows? You've got all that. Uh, I don't know about that. You know, maybe, maybe, <laughs> who knows? But anyway, you are always welcome on Sabres Live. You're a great guest. Good luck this year. Good luck in camp, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Well, that was Alex Tuck. Thank you for stopping by. And remember that this year the Sabres have a lot of different theme nights going on. Obviously, it starts with Party in the Plaza on October 12th against the New York Rangers. That's the home opener. But we do have Hockey Halloween, Hockey Fights Cancer, Native American Heritage Night, Kids Takeover, Sabretooth's Birthday, Military Appreciation, Choose Love Night, Pride Night, Dingus Day Celebration. I mean, so many different theme nights it's going to be great and as we go from alex duck as a co-host of the program um we have dan dunleavy coming in and joining us as a second co-host for this uh, half hour you know what was uh on the weekend um when we had all the the fan fest yes so i'm sure there were a number of moments that stood out to you with fan interaction with players and one of the discussions we had inside the lexus club with i think we had three or four groups that came in yep. and there were hundreds of people when they came from outside inside but one of the best moments for me was you mentioned dingus day i believe uh it was connor clifton so a newcomer to buffalo who didn't know what what's dingus day yes and, you know that came up so I thought, well, instead of me explaining it, I asked somebody in the crowd to volunteer to put their hand up and explain what Dingus Day was. So uh, how did that a work lady out? from the area knew what, they, but she described it far better than I ever could. And to hear it uh, from her, not only myself, which I've heard and, and know about it, yeah. but every time I hear it explained, I kind of giggle at it a little bit. And I remember being at uh, Broadway Market early i think when i started here years ago and That's somebody the place to be and somebody was hitting me with 
plants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there? Red shirts on, and you're kind of getting looked at and sized up a little bit. So she described to Connor Clifton what Dingus Day was all yeah. about, and he just kind of said, oh, okay. Well, that's uh, in, if you're going to be here in Buffalo, you got to know. You got to know, know these things. You got to yeah. learn about what Western New Yorkers <laughs> do, what we celebrate. How does that work? Yes. Number seventy-five for Connor Clifton this year, right. um, as training camp roster is unveiled today. It was actually unveiled at eleven thirty this morning. Um, Sixty, um, sixty-four players. Coming right. into camp this year, thirty-six forwards, oh. twenty-one defensemen, and I thought seven you were defensemen. Tell me, sixty-four players have worn number seventy-five. No, 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 no. That does not. Don't do no. that to me. Or I just drove in. Who was the last one? I, I don't think anybody. I'm going to have to go back on the break and see who wore seventy-five here for the Buffalo Sabers. But no, there is sixty-four players. There's a lot of bodies at camp yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, you know, thirty-six fours, as I pointed out. You could almost roll out. 12 different forwards every, mm-hmm. you know, three games yeah. if you wanted to. Um, is there anybody that, you know, when you saw development camp and now you get to see the guys walking around, is there anybody that you're looking forward to seeing camp that they I'm can looking, change things yeah, up? Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing more of and, and listen, I was at a couple of playoff games in Rochester um, yep. and, and watched a couple online. I didn't watch every single one, but certainly uh, 48's got my attention a little bit here. That would be Kozak. Yep who um, I knew coming in really kind of caught some people's attention in the postseason in the American Hockey League. And I think that that attention was well-earned. And and just based on what we saw at Prospects Tournament, um, you know, that's one player. There there were many, actually. I mean, the obvious is obviously, you know, Kulik looked like a player who was ready to come to camp and – Kind of by way of how he prepared himself in the off season. Anybody who puts on 16 pounds yeah. and still looks fit has done a good job. You and I put on 16 pounds. It's going to be a fourth chin. I've done that in like Thanksgiving weekend or yes. whatnot, but yeah. uh, it doesn't look and then like you look Kulik. In the mirror and you're doing this yeah. and you're all that put stuff. the turtleneck up. So and... Kulik for sure. I mean Roseanne for sure. I mean those are. I don't want to give the obvious. So for me, Kozak is one. Um, and then you know there's some other players. Metza really stood out in that tournament. Yeah. Uh, somebody else who. Did well, Novikov, another player that didn't look out of place at all. You know, still things to learn. Yep. Um, and then the other interesting, and I just read this this morning, and I know it was said during camp, but it's something I really like about this group and and where it's headed. Ryan Johnson is a name that everybody worried and wondered about. Mm-hmm. Many signs, and now he's here, and he seems very comfortable. He wants to be here. Obviously, he signs here, but. You could understand a player wanting to fast-track things even more, especially coming out of college. Yes. Hey, I don't want to wait any longer. I mean, I want I want to sign here, but I want to play today. I'm, and, you know, who knows what goes on behind the scenes with those conversations. You would know better than me being a former player and agents how those conversations go. We all have but, our own different uh, conversations. Exactly, from yeah. player to player. But some conversations might be, yeah, we'll yeah. sign, but we're playing. Yeah. Um, but what I like about what I've saw and what I've read and what I've understood is – like even from Seth Appert in power play time, how he didn't – Ryan Johnson looked really good in the in the prospects challenge, what I expected him to, which was yes. kind of cool, right? Like you, you expect him to really not be a fish out of water at all. This this is a group of, of peers that you should, you should be playing with at least on a level par. If not want to stand out, you choose how you want to stand out. What I liked is how Seth Appert handled situations with him. And looking back at the commentary after the game from the coach about – Listen, if we are to prepare a guy like Johnson for an NHL opportunity, he's not going to be running a power play because those guys are already in Buffalo. Yes. And that just 
I think for the fans, it should just tell them that if you ever worried about, okay, it's great you've got all this talent coming up, but what do you, how are you going to handle it? There is a plan in place for every single body, and I know you know this, but as fans we get caught up in the excitement of, oh, we've got a great talent pool. If one guy goes down, next mm-hmm. guy steps up. Which is what happened with Jack Quinn. We, yes. We start labeling five names right away, right? Jack yeah. Quinn's going to miss two, three months at the start of the season. We start rattling Kulik. Or we start saying Milstadt may play the wing there. Yeah. Maybe it's Lucas Rusak. And, and we start rattling all these yeah. names. And it's Rusak is the guy that gets called up near, at the end of the year and hops on the plane for a couple of trips. Yes. Um, gets to score his first goal. Yeah. But so here's another question I have for you, Dan, is that we did prospect challenge. So we get to see the newly drafted players or the yeah. players from a couple of years or the younger players from Rochester, you know, the Kulik and the Kozak and the Roseanne. Mm-hmm. We got to see Savoy. We are still expecting Matt Savoy to miss a few weeks and, right. you know, see how that all go. Lance Lasowski had an article at the Buffalo News this morning basically saying that the medical staff is going to work closely with Matt Savoy. They're hoping to avoid surgery. It is a shoulder injury, but we'll – you know, Kevin Adams will talk more about it. So we'll we'll kind of keep tabs on that. But Zach Benson got to play and played really yeah. well. Yeah. But there's a group of guys that did not take part in the prospect challenge and are not Buffalo Sabres. They're kind of in that middle ground right now. Mm-hmm. And I think of Lucas Rusek, Linus Weisbach, Brett Murray, Brendan Byro. Those are guys that were so important to Rochester last yeah. year that could come in and really change things up. But we didn't see them in Prospect Challenge because they're not prospects anymore. Yeah. But they're also They've done not, that twice before, most of they're them. They're also yeah. not Victor Olofsson or yeah. uh, Tyson Jost or yeah. Zemgis Gergensen. Like, they're not established NHL players. So, right. like, I'm excited to see what Linus Weisbach does. That's the name I that think came to my mind, too. I think he's really, really got a lot of upside. And, um, you know, he comes in this year. He used to have the long hair. I was just going to say, I was told when I got to the rink the other day that have you seen Linus yet? He's yeah. got a different look. And I thought, all right, didn't he go from mullet to really short, clean-cut hair? Yes. And now I'm told he's kind of gone funky. He's gone bald for bucks. He's oh, gone he? completely bald for bucks. Oh, okay. Like, I was it, told it, it was not one like... side bald and the rest was there. No, no. The whole thing right. is completely bald. Not that I'm judging on and, either. I, I just I haven't even seen him yet. And he's not gone bald for bucks like we do, like a one or a zero. He's gone he's down all to Brian Duff level. And that is what uh, Linus Weisbach did. And he actually walked in. So broke... Brian has surpassed Kelly Savalas, by the way, when you're referring when we were young growing up, if you were referring bald-headed gentleman, it would be okay. Kelly Savalas, right? Okay, I don't know. No, I'm just saying, is, so, so Brian has surplanted Kelly yes, Savalas. Yes, well, okay. in my world, Brian is number one, <laughs> okay, so that ahead. works. Uh, because we are, as I talked, uh, told Alex Tuck earlier, we're a package you're, you're deal. a package deal, We're yes. a package deal. Yeah. We go together. But, you know, Weisbach is, is one of those players that suffered a really tough injury, mm-hmm. obviously, a couple of years ago, playoffs, and, and now – got himself going last year. I really think he's primed for that. Rusek is primed for that. So I, I'm excited for training camp. And I look at all the players. Like I said, you know, 64 players. Mm-hmm. The Sabres play five games in seven days. Five preseason games starting Sunday in Washington. Going to need them. In seven days. Going to need them. You're going to players are going to get an opportunity. Yeah. You're going to get to call all of them. I, have you started working on your charts and, and your player well, names? Well, the charts and- for our team is one thing. And listen, it's actually it's funny. I just did an interview. Somebody was, uh, again, remembering RJ. Yes. And, and I did an interview on that. Um, and I'm always asked the question, what, what's the biggest thing you learned from RJ during your 
you know, your tenure of while he's in the building and you're just kind of watching. And I said, look, I always kind of stayed out of his way. But one thing I learned from Rick more than anything was we all prepared differently. Uh, And then Rick would walk into the booth. Everyone's heard with one piece of paper. It's just the lineups. And he was razor would say it was blown up. So he could make sure he could read it. And that's a good thing. Um, but the, the thing I learned was, and I will take with me forever, and especially into preseason games like this, where I will definitely stress out over not knowing who's in Washington's lineup come Sunday yeah. when we get on an early flight, get to the rink for a 2 o'clock game. I'm going to look at their list and say, I have no clue who these guys are. But, you know, RG would tell you, you're talking to people who care about the Sabres. Yes. So know your team, which we do. And that's one reason why the prospects challenge is not only important to the players, but for people like you and I and Brian and, and Razor is that we sit down and we actually call three or three games with these young players that we rarely see here. We get to know them and you get to now. know them a little bit more. So um, for that reason, I just bring it up because RJ is the one is in my head reminding me kind of say, you've got this. You already know your team. Just go out and entertain, call the game. Uh, make it sound exciting. The Bills are playing. You're playing at the same time. You're both in Washington. So make it fun because yes. the moment somebody flips over from a break for the Bills game, I wonder how the Sabres are doing. Hang on to them. Yes. That's what he taught me. So that's my answer to your question is if I went the Dunleavy way coming into this business or any broadcaster freaking out right now, that I don't know who Washington's playing. I have no idea. Yeah. This is not going to sound great. Call the Sabre game. Call the Sabres game. And yeah. and also, we'll have a few days of seeing them in training camp. Yes. Getting to know them a little better. Yeah. We're no. going to start writing lines down, who's playing with whom. And yeah. that's the big thing on social media, exactly, right? Like, yeah. what are the lines like? What are the deep pairing like? There is going to be a blue and gold scrimmage Saturday. Uh, face-off is at noon. Doors open at 11. It's free, but you do have to get a ticket. So you can go on Sabres.com and, and get that We used to out, stream that up top. I remember Razor and I doing that. I'm yes, sure. yes. And we, uh, we did that maybe the uh, pandemic year when we started in January. I remember there was right. nobody in the building. I say we were getting used to nobody in the building we at were that getting point. Used. Yeah. I had the air horn that every time there was a goal, yeah. I would press it like I was the only <laughs> fan making noise in the building. I remember Sabre Toot. Uh, which I want to laugh, but there was nothing funny about those years. So There was nothing funny. Uh, we did... A lot of people, things did not go so well no. because it was tough. But we, but did we learn. still had to have fun. Again, We like learned new ways to do business. Exactly. New ways to be able to do shows on and location. And to have fun and, and to entertain fun. people. Exactly. And, and to make it light. It's funny because as we're standing here now on Sabres Live, and we're going to take a break in a couple of minutes, but the coaches, the players, they're all going out. I would assume they're going for lunch. Uh, when I was playing, I would stay away from the coaches. Like I see... You know, Don Granado and everybody, uh, Vinny Prospo is right there, and Caloposo is talking to Vinny. I mean, these two played against one another, right? So they're right. they're talking, going up the stairs. But I was always trying ah, to stay away from What's the happening right now, though? Let's do some play-by-play. That is very interesting. Hey. Seth Appert is waving at us. I love it. But hey, take the stairs. Caloposo is the only one. No, Ladies Seth is going to. Seth, Seth is, is going to because yep. you challenge them. Everybody's taking the escalator to go up to the Lexus Club here at KeyBank Center. And Caloposo and Seth the Abbott, team the only two. And the coach. The only two. Took the stairs. Took the stairs. That is very interesting. Now, I will ask you this. Oh, I find that really interesting. This or that, before we take a break. That's coming up on the first Do pre-game. you take the stairs because, yeah. one, it's exercise, or mm-hmm. two, because you're impatient because... Everybody is so slow in the escalators that you want to go right up the stairs. Depends on the situation. 
If I notice there's a gaggle at the bottom of the escalator, I will definitely take the stairs. Uh, If I'm feeling that I've not gotten enough of my so-called steps in, like people like to say today, that's their form of walking is a form of working out now, apparently. So I will take the stairs because I love feeling that burn. Just from that muscle in your buttocks. Yeah. Down I mean, how the much burn do you leg? get from going up from the atrium to the f- 100 level, really? Like, well, if you go up five enough floors, that everybody else took the escalator except you, one guy. If you go up five. How many people are here? There's 64 plus coaches, plus staff. So, plus so far, if we want to say 64 people just went upstairs for lunch, let's, let's not say anything. Here comes one more. <laughs> He looked back. I, I was, he said, what are you guys talking about? He's going to the escalator. Going escalator. So yeah. still. I would do. So, 1%, okay, here's the thing. 99% took the escalator. I will tell you this. I am so impatient that I would have taken the stairs when there's a group of 50 people that are rushing to the escalator. Yeah. It's not for the exercise. It's just, that's me. I don't want to wait. I don't want to rush. But if there's nobody in front of it, I'm going 100% escalator all the time. And yeah. I am not sitting on the one step and waiting for it to take me up. I'm climbing up so it's faster to go up. The are stairs. you touching the handrails or are you not dare touching the handrails? Because no, it's 2023. I no, I don't care about that. A little bacteria sometimes. Yeah, that's, just, yeah. You know, I'm outside working in anyway, dirt all day. We, we, time to take a break. <laughs> Luckily, we had Alex stuck to fill in the first half Let's of the go show. The and stairs, it was great. And now are. Dan and I are going to go see <laughs> if we can walk up the escalators here at Key Bank Center. But we are doing Sabres Live. We'll be right back here on MSG and WGR 550 after the break. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 